0: Back to the Triple MCG. Whoa! Welcome to Tony Squires, Mark Bosnich and
1: Matthew Hayden. This is the KFC Summer Session on Triple M. Yes, hello and welcome back to all of you. Happy New Year, uh, Bozza, Haydos. Oh, I'm, so, yeah, I'm so pleased to see both Everyone. of you, especially Haydos. I was very worried when you left a couple of weeks ago that he was so relaxed, mm. Boz, when yeah. we left. that all, When we came back, there would just be some kind of little puddle, warm puddle of uh, oil yes. where he used to be. Uh, but no, you're still with us in full body is, shape. Buddy. I'm still here, boys. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, ready I mean, to go. <laughs> he was ready at the meeting today, buddy. He, She's <laughs> been
0: a lively one. missed yeah. a oh,
2: Mr. <laughs> oh, I've missed you too,
0: Hatos. What sort of weird and wonderful things have you been oh, getting up to, Boss? i not going to believe it. But mm-hmm. I was
2: forced, because now, obviously, Mama Bosnish loves you both, obviously yes. more than me. Mm-hmm. I was forced on Christmas Day yeah. to go around and take pictures of all the food dishes and oh, then I had to show you, you guys. So there you oh, go. Thank, thank you. you. Well, yeah. nice all successful. Now, I, well, it was successful, but now this is where the problem came. When I took the pictures, I don't know how to send them to you. So I have to find either get your number or email. Email and then try to find out a way from a technological point of view to send them to you. Right, well, just, just ask a young person. Pardon, schnitzels? Were schnitzel. they good? They were phenomenal. Chicken and veal. Um, mm. Do you want me to take a picture of the... They did pork belly, is it? Pork belly. Pork belly, yep. They yep. did the turkey. I've got them all.
1: I've got them all here. <laughs> <Hayden>? can't
0: <laughs> wait to see them, oh, Boz. Ridiculous. And, and
1: how was that? the Hados Christmas uh, yeah. lunch? Oh, it was a
0: good spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mother Ocean provided a beautiful buffet of uh-huh. seafood. Mud crabs, sand oh, crabs, beautiful oh, prawns. Oh. And as promised, all washed down with the ashes, my ah. friends. Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Have I, you oh,
1: yeah. well, I know that I know, terrific lunch, obviously. The different sections of the family had to bring different things to the table. It was yeah. our responsibility to bring the ham. Perfect mm. job by uh, yeah. another yeah. section of the family. Responsibility was to do the pork. The crackling was absolutely perfect. Oh, My young brother Dave, uh, big fat mm. stupid David. Dave. Hi <laughs> uh, Dave. It was his job to do the turkey. Uh, how Yeah well lunch was uh, served at 12.31. Great. The turkey was ready at 7pm. Oh, perfect. 7pm. <laughs> he put it in a Weber, a small Weber, uh, frozen when he put uh, it in there. Frozen? <laughs> Not only that, David's the kind of boy who talks everything out. Up, so yep, all the night yep. before, oh, the turkey's <laughs> going to be great. The centerpiece, you see, I'm putting butter under the skin. And it's going <laughs> through the entire recipe. Lifts the lid off at 12.30. Raw, Absolutely roar. Pretty much like the English cricket team and how they're feeling as we speak. We have such a huge show for you. We are going to celebrate the 5 nil. Thrashing Only third time the, in history. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. Amazing scenes yesterday at the Sydney Cricket Ground as, uh, as England completely capitulated in a pathetic fashion. i mm. going to get your take on that next, Haydos. Uh, mm. We'll talk it through the English take on that as well. Later in the show, Leighton Hewitt will join us as well. Just an Australian legend extravaganza right here on the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session, doing it for KFC. Mark Bosnich, Matthew Hayden, Tony Squires with you yesterday at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Three days, that's all it took. Three Three days. I'm devastated, buddy. Yeah, you're right. Well, can you finish your meal before you start talking? D- the boss? Banana bread is
2: phenomenal. This is a classic first. But break devastated. Back. Well, you know, why I said that was three days. I was due to go today.
1: Yeah, I know there were quite a few
2: people who yeah. were exactly in that same position. So I went anyway on my own. Yeah,
1: yeah that's <laughs> right. <just laughs> sitting there. Yeah, well, I got kicked out. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> unruly behaviour. Well, the, I wasn't the,
1: saying nothing. The sad truth is that the England England team failed to show up for the first three days as well. All the resistance of a damp yeah, tissue well, paper well. really shredded. They were by the Australians. Did that surprise? You at all uh, I mean obviously That scoreline 5-0 Is beautiful Hey dos, But the manner In which it happened Especially yesterday Afternoon After tea Where they just Crumbled mm. I mean what were they Serving up at the tea break Yeah mm. exactly. They
0: were just Absolutely woeful After tea they, they, they just Completely capitulated. I mean this is the Number one side in the world That's come to our shores Cocky Really looking forward To the challenge of uh, Retaining the ashes On away soil Which is always Really hard work Yep They've come after tea, though, with not a single ounce of fight, and I find that really disappointing. Mm. I will say, though, from our point of view, mm. how good was it to actually celebrate an Ashes win on Jay McGrath Day as yes. well? Yeah. Day through the Test match, a sea of pink, a million people around, yeah. just... Classic conditions. And I guess the back page here of uh, the Curia Mail says it all. It's almost like the KFC slogan, feels so good, 5 nil as the headlines. Mm, yeah. And it does. It just feels great mm. that this uh, champion underdog Australian cricket team has actually taken a really good look mm. at itself during the winter, has had some away tours with the one-day series, and I felt the momentum was actually starting to build under uh, George Bailey's leadership uh, in the one-day series. Mm have come back to shore here really focused on the task and more importantly really focused on team success mm. not just one bloke putting his hand up and having a really bumper series but a whole bunch of players you could pretty much mark them from a down to 11 yep actually and give them an a plus or, or at least B plus. A lot of them, even George Bailey, who you know came under speculation for his position later mm. on the series. He had such a good team performance. His catch to take Kevin yeah. Peterson yesterday, yeah. just sort of adding value and adding weight to his over. contribution. So that's right. Yeah. So, mm. so you know, it, a lot of the commentators are talking about a brand of cricket. Um, I just think it was the back to the basics yeah. of of having a good, calm head at the helm in Boof. You know, basically getting his back of office staff, guys like Damien Mednez, um, along, who's a fitness trainer, yep. uh, having the high performance sort of in the in the picture, and you'll hear the players referring to how they got up and how they, you know, got someone, um, someone like the quick bowlers, whether that be. Uh, um, um, who am I thinking? Peter Siddle, yeah. uh, or more, or more particularly Ryan Harris, yeah. up to to playing every game. I yeah. think that's been the real turnaround for this side. Just having that great back of office staff that have really contributed off the field, so mm-hmm. that the players could really march on it. And, and Haydos
2: un- unchanged lineup for every test. Great stuff, Bosn, and you know that's
0: the key, I reckon, to any kind of team sport is that you, mm. when you start playing for each other as opposed to playing for yourself yeah. to stay in the side, and naturally that has to happen as you bring in players. Mm. England blooded three players. Obviously, those three players in this last test match would have been playing for themselves because yeah. they don't know what it feels like to play for the team yet. Mm. Yeah. But this side, having started with the same lineup, the guys like Ryan Harris basically saying publicly you know what, I'm going to play. Yes, I'm a bit sore, but I'm going to get over the line. Mm. That's a completely different story to this time last year where you had guys like Pete Siddle who were pulled out of the game ahead of that famous uh, test match over in Perth to get the number one uh, status back on board and him not playing the test match after that brilliant performance he had in Adelaide where we're all dying for him to be the national hero and to take us home. Well, 2013-14... Welcome back, Australian cricket team. Welcome back, a captain that starts snarling mm. and actually starts to deliver on the mm. field as a leader. And welcome back to a fast bowling unit and a really good engine room unit in one, two, three, David Warner, Bucky Rogers, Rogers. and Watson going, thank you, Poms 5-zip. Clarky
1: everything he did yes. uh, was just turned to gold. And yesterday at the SCG, he turned around uh, as Ryan Harris just before he was uh, trundling in and got to the crowd. They were nine down and, you know, waving the arms around, encouraging the crowd to cheer along, and then he takes the catch at second slip and it's all over. Absolutely mm, yep. brilliant. Uh, look, I, I don't like to. I like to celebrate the glory of the winning team rather than uh, celebrating the, the vanquished, but, you know, what the <laughs> hell. Were you nervous
0: Were you nervous this time, Squisey, going to the Test match? Because nah. I didn't get a chance to talk to you during
1: this Test match. No. Nah, were you thinking I... like it was going to be... F- Four, one. Tell you what I was nervous about. Because I was going day three. I was very nervous on day two that there was going to be uh, that we were going to send them back in and I wasn't going to see any cricket. That's what I was nervous <laughs>
2: about. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the yeah, only
1: time yeah. I was just hoping that England yeah. would get past the follow They were on, so mate. ready to lose, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah, they, <laughs> they wanted to lose. They had bundied off. Ian they they says, had bundied off. Ian Botham, of course, who picked a 5-0 uh, scoreline. Well, he know, picked the right scoreline. picked yeah, exactly. the wrong side. Yeah, watching <laughs> England throughout this series has been a little short of torture. I'm embarrassed about what I've had to comment and on. Only a young lad <laughs> by the name of Ben Stokes has had... No, I'll say it has had the uh, fortitude to take it to the Aussies and fight back it's been a spineless performance that has left me angry and deflated Mm. and us feeling very good about ourselves I want to tell you where I was celebrating right after the match next on the KFC Summer Session The KFC Summer Session for KFC look just a quick warning uh, for for you Hados Mm. I mean look if you cut out listeners if Hados cuts out at any time there is a chance of a power problem in North Stradbroke I know there's been lots of fires Uh, there's talk Of storms, uh, swarms of locusts. What else is happening there? It's all going on, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's well. There's dolphins playing out. Excuse me, dolphins. Just uh, uh-huh. if you know, my moving aside. No, but the, we have had uh, four days of power cuts, um, oh and we've had extreme uh, conditions, mm-hmm. uh, both heat and also um, uh, I think about eight and a half thousand hectares has been burnt out on uh, North Stradbroke Island. So they're really significant fires that mm-hmm. have been causing uh, smoke haze right across the city of Brisbane. Mm. Um, yeah, the winds haven't been. Favorable for us to get smoked out here. Uh, they've mostly been thankfully blowing from the northeast, which means the Gold Coast gets smoked out, nah. uh, but not here at uh, how many points. So, um, no, it's look, there's been an amazing effort from uh, SES services uh, and Redland Shire uh, to coordinate moves. There's been over 900 uh, people that have been relocated off the island um, due to the fires, and, and thankfully, so there's been no property damage, no loss of life. Um, so they've done a remarkable job thanks Beautiful. to those people mm-hmm. yeah great community effort right.
1: and you've got a generator going just in case
0: oh, yeah. I'm going to fly down the stairs yeah. at any moment and start up the Jenny <laughs> Love
2: and, it. and then I'll be back there. Yeah. Well, um, and there are hey, th- thunderstorms on the way yeah. it's all, there? all happening there. Mm.
1: now Hados hey, uh, you know me I, I, I'm very fond of being a dressing room crasher <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> John Terry dressing room crashing yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, it's buddy. one of
0: those ones where you where you see someone come <laughs> through the door and your head just goes down and yeah. oh no it's <laughs> It's squizy again.
1: <laughs> well, I've succeeded once more. Yesterday, uh, I was watching the test from the new uh, stand, the Bradman mm-hmm. section of the new stand. Good? Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely amazing yeah. stand facility. and all that? Yeah. Mm. Views are wonderful. The facilities are absolutely sensational. Great job there. So mm. I was watching from there. Perfect view, having a top afternoon. Yep. Steve War was sitting in there, various yep. others. Stewie yep. Clark was there. Mm. Uh, Stewie Gill, of course, is on the trust. Yeah, uh, And Lovely. so I was trying to figure out a way of, you know, as it, I could see this, mm. you know, inexorably getting towards an Australian vision victory on yeah, what time three. of day was that? Well, I was sort lunch of... Start, time? I, yeah, about lunchtime I started <laughs> to... I, I got the abacus out and started to jot down the numbers, hey, <laughs> no, no, no. Then I started to try to formulate a plan. How the hell do I get myself inside that dressing room? I mm. need to be inside that dressing room at some point without actually saying it and trying to push myself. Yeah. So I, 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 my strategy was this. I, found, I worked out I found mm. out that the verve, the champagne that yep. was going to the Australian dressing room, the reserve yep. amounts of champagne, mm-hmm. was coming from the very room in which I was watching the oh, game. Oh, right, go. okay. I, I made friends with the people who were to deliver the <laughs> Uh, this, yes. this very champagne. smart, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. So, and I, I thought if I follow very, very closely uh, mm-hmm. on their tail, as I did after. Yep. It was about an hour after play had closed. We right, were all still yep. sitting. And they were calling for reserve. So down these two buckets mm-hmm. of champagne mm-hmm. went. And down went T Squires, very closely mm-hmm. you followed. Lovely. Well, across yes. the hallowed turf, without anybody asking what How I How was the wondering? turf underneath beautiful. the feet? Just beautiful. Sprinkler lovely sprinkler on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And the boys, of course, had already gone and done the song out in the middle. Yeah, we Directly, wasn't it? Directly, yeah. So in we go, straight up the stands of that amazing, members stand. Did you wait for the crowd?
2: (laughs) I didn't wait for the crowd. I'd
1: head down, down, eyes only for the door uh, and to get through that door and who was there, just looking, looking like I was carrying Verve. And straight in I went, so yep. in the ante room where Captain Michael Clark was sitting on that long table, us you know, I yep, very well. Mm-hmm. And into the inner sanctum wow. of the mm. The bowels of the five team, five mil wow. ashes whitewash, and wow. there I was, and there was just me, the cricket team, and about a hundred thousand other people. <laughs> <laughs> was it pack?
0: Was it, was there it were pack. lots of people?
1: Family. There was so there was wives, yeah. so kids, took some pictures. mums yeah. and dads. I didn't take any pictures. I, didn't I, didn't be that cheeky. I took no photographs. Yeah. Wasn't going to be that cheeky. In fact, there was a few too many people for my liking, Hados. I tried right. to you know get rid of a few. <laughs> Uh, I, was this, I was at this giant house party where a few people. So you've gone to be cricketers. from basically
2: yes. like ten percent chance of getting in there to being once you're being in there, going, "Look, listen, we should get some of these people out." Well, look, <laughs> at, at, at one point, after about an hour,
1: somebody, uh, an, an official of them, came over and said, well, "Look, we're trying to get a few people out because we want the English cricketers to come here." so mm. then, it's mm. not going, "Well, Davey Warner doesn't want to talk to me and get <laughs> <laughs> so here." That no this I'm one. one. <laughs> <laughs> How much <laughs> the English cricket team come in? Uh, yeah. Michael Carberry went in there, Ian Bell was in there, Matty Pryor yes. was in there. I think Graeme Great tradition, Shuffling. of course. Yeah. yeah, is it? It
0: is. It's really fun seeing someone either either on the losing side going into the opposition yeah, or yeah. the other way around. The, the, the scene that, uh, was, that I f- um, can't believe happened was in South Africa, uh, in uh, Cape Town it was, mm. and uh, there was a bloke that came in, uh, big Craig McMillan. Oh, he yeah. Was, he yeah. came into the dressing room. It had been a pretty heated exchange in the third test match there, and he walked in with a revolver. What's and he pointed God. it straight at Alan Borden and he said, A, A, B. Many people die in South Africa every day. One more buddy won't go missing. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian captain, national icon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, who you are? You went no, it's, yeah. a great, it's a great
2: affair. It is good. Good. Yeah. Uh there has it been any in your experience, has there been any mm. time when it, it got so heated between the two sides that at the end of a, a series or match that, that people didn't go in the dress? Yeah, it?
0: probably a few times. Yeah. I mean the whole uh, incident uh, in S C G again um, yeah. against India, India. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a pretty challenging time for the game and a, and a lot of challenging um, times for the actual players themselves mm. as well so that was one time that probably wasn't really all that appropriate I think mm. everyone was hurting but you know generally speaking there is this great uh, sense of tradition. of tradition and rivalry. Yeah. Um, And I'll never forget a dear friend of mine, Alan Lamb, you know, coming to me and say, you know, Haydos, who was, by the way, former uh, English player and and a great player as well and and played in that era which, you know, had all of that kind of rivalry between, you know, England and Australia. Uh, And he just said, Haydos, I hope you're taking the time to actually spend energy with your opposition. I know that you guys are world beaters and, you know, hats off to you, but I can assure you 10, 15 years from now you're going to be like me and you're gonna, you know, want to have a conversation, or you want to go, want to go, come over to England, or or do whatever. Hmm. And the best part of your sport is the fact that you got mates in the opposition change yep. room. And you can have fun together post, you know, your international very playing true. days.
2: Very true. There's a tradition in English Premier League at the end of games, but that's for the manager, the managers and the backroom staff. Funny enough, mm. at the end of every game, yep. that there's always a manager's room that they invite the opposition manager and backroom staff into that room for a drink. Yeah, yeah, lovely. The, it's very, very good.
1: Yeah, there's a tradition in the Australian cricket team that I crash the dressing room and later yeah, that's on. That's going <laughs> <had> to start. has <laughs> got to be done
2: have, every year.
1: But how good was, joy, was how it, Squisey? Was it good? Oh, was it, oh, mate? It was just the best. I felt so, you know, like I'm an overachiever being in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely,
1: brilliant. but I did mean, you
0: cuddle up next to someone? Was uh, it you know, whether those, was it, that that conversation that you remember, just thinking, wow, this is something really special that I've. Well, Brad Haddon, you know, Brad Haddon, I <laughs> oh, had a chat with him, and
1: you know, his series, as we all know, uh, I mean, Mitchell Johnson was man of the series, but it would have been, mm. been just a breath oh, between him and Brad Haddon. His story all. is amazing, mm. and to be able to, while he was there in his whites with that bag of green, on to stand mm. shoulder to shoulder and listening to him talk was an absolute privilege. Yeah, mm. great moment uh, for me, as long along with Australia cricket. More important for me, I think. This is the KFC (laughs) Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session.
2: Bozzer's New Year's Eve Resolutions. The Bozzer will stop referring to himself in the third person. I mean, I will stop referring to myself in the third person. That was
1: Bozzer's New Year's Eve Resolutions on the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. It's Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, Tony Squires, and Matthew Hayden with you. Uh, listeners will just remember recall that beautiful New Year's resolution you had there, Boz yes. I think we'll hear several of those across uh, today. Yes. which is uh, really. Yes. Not to speak in the third person. That's
2: yes, wonderful. That's the first one from the Bos. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, from, from I. I look forward to from I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or can I call myself one? From me, one. Can I be say. like the Queen and go one? What's he going to talk about? Yeah, well, if not one. Boz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one must say that one can't talk about oneself. You're a nice.
1: Specialist, it's okay. Okay, you're allowed <laughs> to talk about about yourself, Boz. I just use one or I, yeah, yeah. rather than the Boz. No, look, okay. like, I don't. You know, in terms of. Resolutions. I think that's a wrong one. You I reckon? want you to
2: keep going with the third person oh. stuff. What about it up, people. Yeah, there are people that know, like, if they're listening, they're like, oh, who's speaking now? So they might go, oh, well, listen, I'm just i sort of announcing it's the buzzer. Yeah, but the people listening now, but
1: you do that when you're talking to your mum and dad who have a vague idea who you are. And <laughs> to yeah. uh, was. Yeah.
2: Oh, I do that sometimes to mum. It's a little bit, it can be a bit dangerous to dad. I've got to make sure I'm out of range. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New
1: Year's Eve, uh, hey Dos, how was it on beautiful North Stradbroke? Oh, glorious.
2: Mm-hmm. We had a big mob over
0: around about 25. We sat out in the foreshore and we, um, Um, Toasted uh, away. Mm -hmm. It was magnificent. Not many resolutions were formed that evening. Only. To maybe just relax a little bit more than <laughs> than what I was already doing.
2: Wow. <laughs> <You are seriously laughs> no, it was just fabulous. Melting. Any fireworks up there, Heather?
0: Uh, there was actually mm-hmm. there was a there was a little bit of pyrotechnics that was going on at the uh, local cricket club here at Amity Point, which okay. was lovely. Not none from yourself, you didn't none from myself. You don't no
1: have a pyrotechnics license, obviously. No, C- clearly, mm-hmm. clearly. Why okay. um, is yeah. Does does the missus have a pyrotechnics? Because she's got a the <laughs> yeah. kind of license <laughs> she, the she has. <laughs> <laughs> when I look down at her
0: list, you have to scroll. You know, when the, the licence comes out, there's about 100 different licences there. <laughs> yeah. Pyrotechnics, though, isn't one of them. One of
1: them. <laughs> and did you make it through to midnight?
0: Uh, well, you know, I reckon it's really overrated. Oh, uh, in fact, all of my guests were mm. in a very similar position. Now, when you've had a big day out in the beach and you've launched stand-up paddle boards and canoes mm. and kayaks and mm. you've been fishing and diving with Kikes. the kids. Yeah. You know, the whole lot, you're so tired. Yeah. So we actually, for the first time, mm. I was enjoying not having Daylight Saving, but we were all claiming that we should go on New South Wales time so that it was actually 11 o'clock <laughs> and we could just bundy off. <laughs> Unfortunately That's for it. me, I played my joker early. Right. I said, oh, I love, at about 9 o'clock it was, the kids were all ratty and getting yeah. tired, so I thought, you know what, love, I'm going to have to put the kids down here. says, so, yeah, okay, no problem. So yeah, good I went upstairs, lay with the boys, little nighttime story, and... <laughs> <laughs> was cutting down trees (laughs) profusely until the the good lady, Kelly Lee Hayden, uh, comes up. With (laughs) a
1: licence to wake (laughs) her husband. Massive (laughs)
0: tap on the shoulder for the wrong reason, unfortunately. (laughs) You're gonna have to go downstairs again, son. <laughs> but everyone was just holding eyes open with pickets. I could tell you, we're so tired. Why <laughs> uh, you?
1: Yeah. I oh, know. I made it to uh, midnight yeah. without any problems whatsoever. I'm not usually where did one you have to, it, family? Friends, uh, just at friends. Yeah. Just at friends' place. With you know, have, see season fireworks. Good. Beautiful. Lovely. I, uh, yeah, I'm never one usually for New Year's resolutions, and I worked out now why. It's because I broke them pretty much immediately no. after having made them.
2: <laughs> uh, what was the resolution I, for
1: you? Well, look, uh, as you know, the, the our, our TB. Shows coming back on yes, February eighteenth, so I'm thinking. Look, I, ha- I have porked up a treat, so I thought maybe I, what I need to do is lose about six or seven kilos back to my TV weight. Because wow. television, you know, the camera puts, adds about ten kilos yeah, and does. subtracts <laughs> about twenty IQ points. Yeah. It's what the television does. So I thought if I get down to my TV weight, it's a lot to do. Yeah, so six kilos, but now in February. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, see, so the secret for me is bread. Cut bread out. Okay. Yeah, and my wife doesn't eat bread. Bread. So that's it. Bread. No, no. I'll just cut. You know, maybe the occasional uh, bread. Seed, really healthy bread. Certainly, you know, you, your white bread I wasn't going to have. So yeah. I, I thought there's you know, certain things that will that will certainly cut weight off me so, quickly. So how
2: long did it take until you broke this resolution? Well,
1: it was about 10 o'clock New Year's Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'd had, obviously, a little little tiny hangover. And I worked, walked past a shop that was conveniently open. It was a German soft bread pretzel <laughs> shop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you
2: are going to work. You are going to that work. It was about fourth uh, bite when I realised. Smashed it. <sighs>
1: That was my resolution. Disappointing.
2: Gone. <laughs> Have you back on the wagon now? Are going to try, like, sort of, or you... No. Nah, no, I'm, I'm gone. gone. The KFC Summer Session. Bozer's New Year's Eve Resolutions. The Bozzer will try to avoid laughing <laughs> during kookaburra mating season as it seems to confuse the poor birds. That was
0: Bozz's New Year's
2: Eve
1: Resolutions on the KFC Summer Session. The KFC Summer Session. Mark Bosnich, you did something slightly unusual mm. when you arrived in the office this afternoon. And on time? <laughs> well, no, oh, correct. Oh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> you were waiting for me,
2: unusually. I was. Yeah, but no, haters was there on the computer, buddy. He of was course, he's, he's, he's
1: always there. The thing uh, that really consummate. W- was <laughs> surprising to me was <laughs> that you began a conversation with, we need to talk about... A league, yes, and violence, mm. fired up, yeah, fired fire up. It was, because you, you're one of those guys. Quite rightly, mm. it's a sport that you, you know passionate about. Yeah. Mm. And like many people, think mm. that when the media covers it, they far too quickly go straight to the violence some, rather than the
2: yeah, sport. Yeah, some do, yeah. some do. But it, look, I, I think as well, um, for a long, long time, perhaps, um, because, perhaps football, soccer, whatever you want to call it, has probably not been seen as a mainstream Australian sport. I think there have been a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people in the media that have probably painted everybody with the same brush. And yep. when I say everybody, everybody to do with the sport. And as in everything, there is good and bad everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we as a sport have to recognize as well that this has become a problem. I mean, all sports have had their problems in, in various forms. We've had the AFL with the drug scandal. Yep. Um, there's still a, a massive thing hanging over rugby league with that as well. Yep. Um, you know, it, one of the great things about how the cricket captured the imagination this summer was that uh, last summer and it was seen to be down on its knees and to come great back. So, um, but we that's have all a, we, on the field stuff. Yes, Boz. yeah, you know, but th- we, this
0: is more off the field. You were talking about. Yeah, right?
2: well, our, our problem hasn't been so much on the on the field. Week one for us at Fox, the top ten rate, ranking sporting programs, and this is remember, this is pay TV. Where only thirty percent of the Australian population have pay TV, have been football programs. The weekend corresponding to last season the round 13 the viewing figures are actually up by six percent but this is a problem that can't be avoided. It's a serious issue okay and what's instigated this obviously the most recent right. obviously the recent with thing uh, was the Wanderers West, on the 28th victory. on the 28th of December so people who don't know um the Western Sydney Wanderers played Melbourne victory down in Melbourne. Two of the biggest clubs in the country in terms of fan bases and fanatical support. Mm. And the Western Sydney Wanderers supporters uh, travelled down about a 1,000 of them. And they informed authorities, the police and the security, the pubs that they'll be drinking. Now, Melbourne Victory fans, a portion of them, about 30 of them, or so-called Melbourne Victory fans, walked all the way from Richmond, those in Melbourne will, will be familiar how far that is, to the CBT, CBD sorry, in Burke Street and started trouble. Now, this is where where in lie the problem. Obviously, the Western Sydney Wanderers supporters defended themselves. Uh, in some cases, perhaps, um, went a little bit over the top, but they're entitled to defend themselves as anyone is. And unfortunately, um, the headlines then surrounding the next couple of days were, were based basically on that violence. Now, coming back to what I said originally about painting with the same same brush... Um, some of the some of the people who've been writing the articles tend to sort of send around. We know we've got a problem, but it's not a, it's a. You can't paint the whole sport as being, you know, a type of thing you don't want to go and watch or that because of a minority. And It is a minority. We have to stamp it out. There are ways to stamp it out, and the, and the most important way to stamp it out is through security. See, the p- thing is, the problem is for those who are outside, who are, are looking, for, uh, in looking yep. at this. The Western Sydney Wanderers
1: are amazing. What they achieved last year was absolutely phenomenal. The mm. level of support is huge. Their membership numbers, mm. the atmosphere that they create at those grounds is truly, truly wonderful. Mm. Yet there is that moment where you look, and there may well be kids who are watching what's going on, or in that mm. crowd, or near that crowd, who feel threatened. And that's just wrong. You, mm. that, that can't be allowed to go on. What has David Gallop done, and what has the football say?
2: Well, the Football Association, of Football Federation Australia has basically drawn a line in the sand. I didn't think they had any choice to say that now they're going to find the Western Sydney Wanderers and Melbourne Victory. um, They're going to make them responsible for the behaviour of their fans. Now, a lot of people have said that they've actually uh, imposed a suspended sentence of three points on each team. So basically, if there's any trouble from their supporters from now to the end of the season, they will lose three competition points. Do you like that, Boz? I, I think they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't hate us. Um, it's going to be very difficult to self police because when you're asking people to go watch a football game or any sporting event, for that instance, you, you want them to go and enjoy themselves and have a good time. I think in in the recent environment, in in terms of what's been going on, even in city centres and so forth, with king hits and so forth, coward punches, I, I, think, I think yeah, I, I think right a lot rightly. of peop, a lot of people yeah, will call. will be very wary if they see trouble brewing with yep. other people about getting involved because they'd be maybe fear for themselves so that's going to be difficult so but I think the FFA were left with no choice but I think what needs to be addressed is the fact that that the sport is a reflection like all sports are of society we have got a problem in society we need to have a security firm who are experienced in dealing with crowds who are in con- conjunction with the police make sure we police these incidents because and I've said this b- before and especially this week this is a very dangerous time because yeah. all it's going to take is for somebody to be seriously injured exactly. or even but, worse but boss, and then what, that's what, going to be curtains the, then the, for everyone. The,
0: this might sound like a silly question. No, no. Why why is there so much emotion in soccer fans? What what what, what is above and beyond like? I mean, I know there's rows
1: mm.
0: at the cricket, there's there's rows at the the, the footy, mm. but what what evokes that passion and that emotion which seems to be epidemic within uh, football fans right across the world. You, every day you pick up a paper and you'll yeah. see football fans across one of the one of the different competitions that are going on yeah. having large
2: amounts of trouble. What is that? Well, I, I think it basically comes down to the fact that football is a tribal sport played by uh, traditionally. It was when it was first done traditionally, you know, into an official form in England was played by the working class. It was the one day a week that the working class could feel represented by eleven of their people on the pitch that they could feel. So that they were the most important thing above that. No, no more bosses. tribal than a rugby
1: league game, I well, wouldn't that right. or an
2: AFL uh, game. No, very true. I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying this is what I think. And then when you get a gathering of a lot of supporters and a lot of people, and then there's the opposition supporters and that in close proximity, just like on a Saturday night when you're going through a town or whatever, there is that catalyst for trouble. No one's condoning it. No, but, and, you know, but and the, we're the have passion, become... by and large, is great. Yes, it but it great. can spill over, just yeah. like it can do. It, it can, and you throw if you want to throw alcohol into the mix and so forth. And you know, like I said, just like when you're going out, it can be a problem. But it's we a tough just, call. When it's you, a you very know. tough call because the, the sport has just got to be very careful. I also think that there's got to be um, a lot of people who are going to write about and so forth. You know, and and I'm not saying to them, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but they've got to yep. be concise and respectful. Yep. that's all, and that's all I'm saying to you. And remember as well, you know, when problems occur in other sports. Just bear in mind that you're not, you know, everyone's got their problems. Yeah, Everyone right. does have their problems. One
1: man who doesn't have a problem, as we speak, is Leighton Hewitt. He mm-hmm. joins us right here on the KFC wow. Summer Session next. The KFC Summer Session.